tan. Oh, I'm tan. Thank you. <laughs> probably Ta-da. more, probably more tan than I am right now. You know what I think? I think it's an illusion because you knew I was in Florida. You think I'm tanner than I am. Maybe you just started wearing darker makeup, so I thought you were tan. I'll take it. I just, I can't stand winter months. I thought you were going to say, I can't stand you. I'm like, oh. No, you're wearing a white shirt right now. And I can tell you, I feel as white as your shirt right now. The winter months, I have to change my foundation shade and mix and all. It's the first world problem, I realize. (laughs) But I don't like not having a tan. Well, if you don't wear makeup, you don't have to worry about it. I'm thinking about maybe fake tanning. What do you think about that? Um, one time I did a spray tan and I had to be careful not to sweat or be out in the rain. I mean, this was like way back when it first started. (laughs) It starts peeling (laughs) off of you or what? It's like raining. You're like, Oh, what ethnicity are you? You keep changing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. Well, you're back. You're back from Florida. Did you bring me anything? What? You didn't, <laughs> you didn't bring me what? I brought you my glowing tan. <laughs> no, I didn't. We didn't have this conversation. I didn't actually no. give you a list. Look, okay, if you gave it to me, it'd be like, oh, nice. I don't get my kids stuff. They went you know with you. We, oh, that's you right. You could have taken me. You could have taken me with you. All right. No, anyway, I, hey, what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> I didn't give you a list, but I don't know if what you were trying to do, but you kept sending me pictures of you and your toenails next to the pool. And that just... We were, it was snowing here and you were off, you know, doing this whole toes thing. Is this where I, sorry, not sorry, right? (laughs) Isn't that a thing? So if you go to Florida, do you automatically shave your legs? Oh, my stars. Um, I waited until I got there because I knew between driving from Ohio there, I'd be cold all along the way. (laughs) Right? Yeah, it was a full on. Okay, I'm there. Let let them clean the shower in the bathtub. (laughs) Not me at home, right? Oh, right. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, the reason I say that is because I had my friend Laura on while you were gone. And we were talking about you. And I was saying something about... Or she said something about how you probably are the only one with a pedicure right now. And then we got talking about toenails and I talked about how gross my toenail is because I stubbed it last summer and it's just now starting to kind of fall away. (laughs) So I have a nasty toenail. And I know that's really personal, but why not? Um, It (laughs) could be far worse personal. (laughs) So thank you for keeping it toenail. (laughs) It is true. So... Tell me, does vacation mean resting? And does it mean that you come home revitalized? Did, is that how you came home? Are you serious? I'm serious. I want to know how your vacation was. A vacation is supposed to be restful. You were by the pool. You had your toes in the water. You came home completely refreshed, right? Uh, that would be a no. Every vacation is different. This was a Christmas gift to the kids. We're going to Disney, so it was planned, you know, kind of October, November. So all the planning, which is fun. December, Christmas morning, hey, we're going to Disney. Super fun. Then it's when are we going? When are we going? Again, with five kids, a nine and a 10-year-old still that are, how soon? How many more days? Then the packing, then the preparing, getting the house in order. I mean, like, so there's a lot to get ready for a vacation with a family. Then you go and then you manage the kids and then you realize how much money you're spending. And then you're like, oh my gosh, why did we do this? And oh, this is great. Oh my gosh. You know, that whole, that whole, uh, Rapunzel scene where she was like, best day ever. Oh dear God, why did I do this? <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. That one. <laughs> so 
then Brian and the kids get ready to fly home. The oldest three, because I think I told you I got a super crazy flight. Yeah, so the yes. four of them, $164. Was it all four? Was it good? Round trip. I mean, it was Spirit Airline, which was great. Um, not marketing here, but anyway, it was what it was. It got you from point A to point B, right? Oh, yeah, okay. And then, so they got to go home and deal with the snow but then I had to and Brian offered to pack the car but I said no because I wanted to do it my way then I drove home three days it was tiring and so then I came home I crashed I crashed hard like I didn't shower for two <laughs> maybe three days was your husband working all those days he was thankfully <laughs> he was but the kids came home from school they're like mom are you sick I'm like nope and the cool thing was I gave myself permission to do it. I never do that, Angie. Yeah, I don't think we give ourselves enough permission to do stuff like that. When you're tired, you're tired. Yeah, and I was more than, I was emotionally and physically exhausted. Yeah, we hit a wall like that not too long ago, and we had a Bible study to go to, and I said to Tom, I go, you know what, I'm pretty exhausted. Yeah. You know what, I think... I'm just going to stay home. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. And he said, well, and one time he actually went without me, which is fantastic. You know, he can go do that because he really wanted to. And then, but he, this time he said, I'm, I'm feeling the same way. We were just going, going, going. So we just went to bed early yes. and slept like the whole night crashed. We just needed it. Right. Yeah, so sometimes so, vacations can be refreshing and that's great. This one wasn't. It was good. What I memories were great. Yes. Yes. But do you think it's better to have a staycation or do you think it's better to get out of the house? I'm complicated. It just depends. Okay, so you tell me what do you prefer? I mean, do you think or are you planning more, something? Do you get more complicated because you're having to deal with other people as well? Like, the, if you had any kind of family with you, it's going to be more complicated and not restful, right? So, a staycation may not be the best thing. Brian and I have enjoyed staycations, just he and I, but not as a family. As a okay. family, I think because the kids need to be active and go go yes, go. Yes. But Brian and I have thoroughly enjoyed staycations. We can do that well. The only time that I can remember where I actually had a relaxing vacation was on my honeymoon. Mm, because yeah. I told everybody, I'm off the grid. Right. I'm not helping with anything. I'm not answering my phone. And we could do whatever we wanted. We could sleep late if we wanted. We could go have dinner. And I didn't have any schedule whatsoever. And it was the best week because I did nothing. But most of the time when we're doing a vacation, we have to go see family. And that's exhausting just in itself. And usually we drive. So that's exhausting. Right. I mean, it just gets... Yeah, there should be two different words. Like a vacation is when you actually check out and relax. And then there should be another word for the other thing you do where you're not working, but you're all these other things. Right. Brian and I've learned over the years that he does well on two weeks. So the first week is decompression. Yeah. And the second week is just kind of now it's a vacation. Right. Yeah. Doesn't it take a while? Yeah. To, I think the to older decompress. that we've become and are that's what it is i usually have a three-day rule if i relax and do absolutely nothing for three days by the fourth day i'm i'm like my head is clear i'm feeling like i want to start doing stuff again and and that's when i i can start 
doing things around the house or whatever. Right. But three days. I have to be like vegetable for three days. I think we need to give ourselves permission. Sure. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I do. So what do you give yourself permission to do other than that three day rule? Um, sometimes I feel guilty about sleeping in. Mm. I really do because the first thing I do in the morning is spend time with the Lord. And sometimes I just want to sleep in. And that means I get up and I have to hurry up and get ready to go to work. You know what I mean? So we go to a Bible study that's in Delaware. So that's over an hour drive away from us. And we get back late. And the next morning, I just want to sleep in an extra hour. But that puts me behind. And then I and I don't feel like I get the time that I want with the Lord. So I struggle with that. I struggle with putting those those expectations on myself. And so um, I've had to wrestle with it as long as I'm not making it a pattern. Right. I'm going to be okay with it. You and I, we've learned about this um, in health coaching, you know, that sometimes you have to give yourself permission so that you can get past it and go, all right, now let me start over. Let me, let me make a better decision next time. I'm not going to feel guilty about that because that'll just put me into a funk and then I'll want to continue to eat. Right. So, yes. And so one of the things that the Lord is working on me just this week, okay, in a week, seven days, and I haven't quite hit the end of the week is stop looking back. The past is a place that you can go to have fond memories, sometimes not fond memories, a place where you can learn, but you can't stay there. How in the world are you going to grow and move forward if you keep staying in the past? That, that is actually something that I learned uh I learned it, I don't even know how long ago. So past tense, awesome. I I did because all of a sudden I realized it was actually God who said it to me because I was, okay, back up. Let me tell you a quick story. I went to a conference and I went to a workshop. I had no idea what the workshop was about. This title sounded cool and it was a husband and wife team. And the husband opened and he started talking about what was going on. He's like, I'm going to let my wife share her story. Well, she shared her story and there was some trauma things Mm. that I related to that I think I stuffed over the years. Sure. And I said to her afterwards, I didn't realize that that was me that you went through. And now I'm like messed up. My head is messed up and I don't know what to do. Yeah. And so we talked for a few minutes. And then I went into the bathroom and it was like, God said to me, you can visit the past to learn, but you don't have to live there. Right. And I went, oh, and so I went back out and I go, guess what? (laughs) God just told me this. And I said, I'm good. And she was like, oh, that's awesome. But it was very interesting that I just heard that. Yeah. And it was exactly what I needed to hear. So I'm not afraid of the past anymore. Sometimes people are afraid to go back and visit the past because they feel the pain again. Right. Yes, that is true. Um, I like to to visit the past and see where Jesus was because even in the really tough stuff, there he was. And I've learned that through some experiences that I've gone through and, um, and he was there. And so even... 
doesn't matter what the situation, I actually go through that process again and I ask him to show me where he was. Um, I, I did that with my car accident a couple of years ago. And somebody actually who does this on a regular basis with people, he said to me, he goes, let's go back and visit. And I said, oh no, I can tell you exactly where Jesus was because I already did this process. He goes, that is so awesome. But yeah, it's a, it's a whole nother story and it's a great one, but Jesus is in every situation and he's involved and he's not, you know, sometimes he just holds you through stuff and that's enough. So bottom line, you always find what you're looking for. And it's this, where are you focusing? What are you looking on? What are you, what are you focusing on and what are you looking at? That's what you're going to find. Yeah. So if you're looking for the bad stuff, you're going to find the bad stuff. Well, yeah, here's an example. My dad told me once, he's like, when you go to college, you have this world of opportunity. Mm -hmm. Really? I mean, the world is your oyster. If I don't you, like oysters, but okay. Oh, they're good for you, sweetie. You're married. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the whole concept of if you're going to seek out a Bible study, seek out other Christ followers, you're going to find that if you're going to seek out a party and the partier and the drinking and the drugs or the sex or the you're gonna find this. Them. Yeah. If if you want to study and you want to learn. So whatever you're going after, whatever you're focusing on, that's where you're gonna go. I mean, right? Isn't that why Paul tells us to keep our eyes focused on the Lord and run the race? Bum, oh. bum, bum. <laughs> Wait a minute, I gotta back up. So Side I, note, what's the oyster thing in the married what what was that comment? An aphrodisiac? Are you serious? Oysters are aphrodisiacs? That I don't chocolate? eat them, so how do I... Okay, now I eat a lot of chocolate, but that doesn't mean it's an aphrodisiac. <laughs> don't, don't eat them together. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I don't even like oysters. Well, if you didn't know, I thought I should tell you. You don't want to double up. Not... Yeah, anyway. Oh, I can't eat... Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, that's gross. Oysters? Oh, yeah, and, and chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yes, that too. That's just... I know. Okay, what other... Is chocolate like milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Oh, dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is an aphrodisiac. Well, milk Since chocolate when? is like, God created it, right? I'm going to have to go get me a, one of those special dark bars, those really big ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, honey. Okay, now I get it. Sorry. Sorry, okay. side note. Okay, I want to go back to vacation. Yes. Because I know that your mom and dad were there in Florida with oh, you. Oh, yes. And my sister. Yeah, my and parents went. Um, your mom is one of my favorite people because she cracks me up. And one of these days we got to get her on the podcast. So I met, that makes I, me nervous, but okay. <laughs> right. Uh, last night at, at my small group, this older woman came in and she's in her seventies and she was such a hoot and met, reminded me of your mom and reminded me of my grandmother, which is probably why I love your mom so much because you know, just kooky and funny and will say anything and laugh their heads off. Love that. Yes. Love that. So this lady last night, she said, she was talking about her phone and she said, I went into the Apple store and I so, showed this young man my phone and he went, oh, this phone is four years old. And she goes, oh my goodness, <laughs> you know, really snarky to him. And she goes, how old are you? And he goes, 24. And she goes, honey, I'm wearing clothes older than you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> she was 
talking about how she took uh, secondhand clothes into the store, to the secondhand store. Yeah. Or she took her clothes into the secondhand store. And the gal was separating them into two piles. And she said, we'll take these, but I'm sorry, we won't take these. And she goes, why won't you take these? And this poor little girl, she was trying to be very sweet and was like, well, they're just a little out of style. <laughs> she said, she goes, really? I just wore that last Tuesday. I just totally freaked the girl out. It was so funny that she, oh my gosh, her quips. I said, if you wait a little bit, they're going to come back in style, no right? It's so true. And where do you go to get kind of like costume night? You always go to retro. Second, Yes. So, I mean, I don't buy bell bottoms, but those came back around. So how many years was that? 40 years? <laughs> For some, it seems like yesterday, but truly... It's like real bell bottoms. I wore some in college and those my mom said were not like the real ones. Now they're coming back the real, like that look like that are tight fitted. And then, yes, yes, yeah. yes. But in now college, that was when they started flirting with looser wide leg. Yes. What? Yeah. So you've been able to get them all along. It's just not popular in right. the stores. Okay. So I have to tell you, one of my husband's favorite things. Oh, dear. Oh, my gosh. He's been listening to the podcast, so I'm going to be have to turn it down during the spot. Um, one of his favorite things is how he brags that his clothes last forever. Okay. I'm really not sure how to respond. Way to go, man. <laughs> He's like, thank God. My clothes do not wear out. So is it like it's quality or? He buys quality, but then they just, he takes care of them and they don't wear out. Right. Okay. So he's pretty proud of that. But then he put on this sweater. Oh, he, God love him. This was a very unique sweater. It was very big for him. But you it had these, very specific about that word. I'm, I'm very he's, unique. He might sweater. be listening and okay. I don't want him to be. Offended. We all have unique <laughs> items. We all have unique items. This one was intriguing because it had these like little half moon type things and it looked like you could stick your finger right into them because they stuck out and you, they didn't, you didn't go all the way through and we were sitting there at this thing the small group and oh, I no. started putting my finger in there trying to figure out if it went through and the lady across from me goes I was wondering if they went through too oh no <laughs> so it was a is very unique and then somebody else goes I was gonna ask him where he got that and he goes I've had this thing for <laughs> And I'm thinking to myself, the next time I need an ugly sweater for an okay. ugly sweater contest. <laughs> so where is said sweater? Hang, I'm sure it's in his closet somewhere. Now, I don't know that it was ugly. It was just different. And I wasn't going to tell him he looked like he was wearing an ugly sweater because it didn't look that bad. Well, an ugly sweater does not make a person ugly. It just That's reflects... True their taste, taste. <laughs> <laughs> this one this one was not ugly it was just didn't look like it was today's style i guess that's okay the point but i mean he looked okay he rocked it you know you can wear whatever you want if you rock it right right and he felt very comfortable in it moon and all <laughs> moon the you half moon oh. moon. <laughs> moon and all i have to show you a picture oh it's funny but yes he's very proud that he has clothes Good that he's him. had for years and years and years and years and years so what you're saying is he probably has lots of money because he saved money on his wardrobe he has a lot of clothes i thought i had a lot of um, clothes this boy has a lot of clothes so but I, he's got the smaller side of the closet just saying well i have the smaller closet too you do brian has the bigger closet for what his scrubs? scrubs does he have like a million pairs of scrubs he's quite a few scrubs before that it was you know the whole 
What color scrubs does he wear? Blue. Only? Yeah. That's the uniform. That's what his... Doctors don't wear different no, color scrubs? No, he's like, because of where he works, that's what's required. Oh, it's a specific to the yes. location. With a logo. Oh, so they don't have the freedom to just wear whatever they want. No, no. not anymore. Back in the day, they could. Like back, back when in the day. Patch Adams was a doctor. Right. And they could wear all kinds of crazy stuff. Right. Has he ever done anything like that to get people laughing and just to relax? Like done something crazy like wear a wig or a <laughs> fake nose? Not. I would kind of like to know if he does that. If he's listening, you tell well, him I want to know. Inquiring minds. Maybe I'll buy him a little kit to take to work and he can... I don't know. Don't you think that sometimes it's intimidating when you go to a doctor, especially when you don't know? And... He, he, he meets new people every day and make him relax a little bit. Wouldn't you be freaked out if you were the patient and your doctor walked in with a wig and a nose? Or I didn't dorky? say a wig, but a, I wouldn't mind if it was a red nose just to make me laugh. I guess you would have to find out first of all. Right. I mean, if it was a kid, I'd totally well, wear it. that's a, different. Okay. So you're saying if we're an adult, we don't want the fun like a kid does. I, I would know. laugh, but then I'd think this guy's kind of weird. There, see? But there you go. But So I guess they want to have a professional, like, I know what I'm talking about, even though I'm wearing a red nose. Right. Okay, fine. All right, so maybe it's not such a great idea. <laughs> okay, now that we got through that, we, have, sur- uh, we now, have solved the world's problem. But I'm on the radio. If I came out with a red nose, that would be completely fitting. Well, nobody would see you because you're on the radio, <laughs> so you can wear whatever you want. That's a really good point. Yeah. Do you know they have Red Nose Day? Yes. So, oh, like Walgreens? Yeah, it's in conjunction with Walgreens. It's sometime in the fall. I'll have to do that. I'll just tell people. How you know in what? The world, are I'm we gonna... talking about red noses? Because now I've got Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Like, that's like, fall. I mean, that's, that's winter. So... That's Christmas. <laughs> just saying. I'm going to wear one and tell everybody I'm wearing a red nose. I feel like we have squirreled like way beyond more than we. Why is this a shock to you? Because this one's really far fetched. Okay. We started the vacations. We moved on to your mom and crazy clothing in there. No, the toes we talked about last week because my toenails are really a a wreck. So speaking of being a wreck. (laughs) Tell me about it. So speaking of being a wreck, so I heard this conversation. It was a show I was watching, and the ladies were saying that, you know, they used to be the hot model, the hot, uh, as you're talking about like a car, the the latest model, right? Okay. That's beautiful. And the lady said, I used to be the hot model, and now I feel like he's gotten a used car. You know, because she was talking about, you know, her first marriage, she was young and attractive. And then her second marriage, she married the man later in life and she felt like he got the used car. Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm following. And, and I said that at the time, I go, well, you've kind of gotten the used model. you got the kind of the scratch and dent model. And then I, you know, we, and we had the this. Buick. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the, no, the scratch and dent, like, I'm, I get know. it, but, but then I thought about that for a little bit and I was kind of down on myself cause I felt like I'm not the best in the best shape that my husband maybe appreciates. Right. 
I got to thinking about it. He was the one who sold me my car, my purple car called Petunia that got wrecked. Right. He sold me my car. We spent most of the afternoon in finance and getting stuff ready. He was, you know, he was very helpful. And we get all done. I get the keys and I walk out to the car and he notices there's a little ripple dent in the passenger door. We never saw it. I don't know how we missed this little ripple dent. And he started kicking himself. He's like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe we just signed papers and that little ripple dent is there and I didn't see it. Are you paralleling this to I'm marriage? going to, in just a second, follow, follow me. Okay. And I said, Tom, I would have bought the car anyway. Because the car was in good shape, except for that little ripple dent. I would have bought the car anyway. So I'm thinking about this comment that I made to him that I didn't, you know, I'm not the best model for you. And I said, you know what? We're older and, you know, this is natural. And honestly, even though you got the scratch and dent on the physical side, you know what? I am internally the best I've ever been. So you actually got the better model because I'm the right kind of wife for you right now. And I, and he said, yeah, but I'm like, blah, blah. And he starts down in himself. Oh. And I said, I looked at him and I go, you know what, Tom, I would have bought the car anyway. <gasps> and it connected with him and he went, ah, uh, and it was just like, we're good. And the car comes with a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thing about sticking my fingers in those holes of the sweater. I, it's a whole, like, when I was a kid thing. Anyway. Um, yeah. But do you see how the, you know, the whole process went? Are you right. following the story now? I get it. And, and it connected with him because I would have bought the car anyway. And I did. And I'm glad of it. So Brian and I will celebrate our 25th wedding anniversary in June. And I'm going to be sharing that a lot because... It's, it's just 25 years. 25 Why years. Not? And we've gone through a lot. We have a lot more to go. My parents have been married 53 years now, I think. And I've had two sisters that have gone through divorces, some relationships in between. My one sister remarried. My other sister is getting ready to get remarried. And Brian and I just continue to talk about the past. And all the good, the bad, the ugly, all the things, but bottom line, we've had to talk through all of this, all the hard. We've had conversations that we haven't wanted to have, but we've been better for it. Yeah. And that's the beautiful that's communication. It. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean it it really is. And talking about parallel, that's kind of supposed to be how our relationship was with the Lord, and it's just that I just, I just love how God has connected the two. Mm -hmm. And when you look at your relationship with Tom and you're talking about redemption and talk about grace and yeah. the beauty of all of that, I just, I get fired up about it. I yeah. do. Yeah. I'm loving life right now. And that's good to say, because if he listens to the podcast, he hears me saying it. Right. We, we actually listened to the previous podcast together and I was talking about him and I'm like really nervous. Like, what's he going to say? Well, he laughed a little. And then I said something about he was the best decision I'd ever made. And I said, look, I said it to the whole world on a podcast. Shouting so I, it from obviously, I mean it. And I do. So anyway. 
it's pretty much what we got time for. You're back from vacation, so. But I'm getting ready to plan my next one. You are. And this is the Las Vegas one, or is this the Colorado Vegas, one? Vegas and Utah. Vegas and Utah. Mm-hmm. Just All a right. whirlwind trip. Yes. So it's not considered a vacation. You're going to be. You're um, gonna... I'm going to be away from my kids. It's a vacation. I relaxing. go to the grocery. Sometimes that's a vacation because you're mm-hmm. not with the kids. But this, this, I will come back rejuvenated. Okay, good. As long as he does what I want. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've missed my time, Angie, with you. Yeah, and we need to do it again, maybe from my house. Ooh, that would be fun. <laughs> I have coffee at my house. I can, I can barista you anything on my I little cappuccino machine. I know. All right. Well, that's it for today. Hope you have a great week. You too. Bye. Bye. Rise FM Podcast Network.